Hey guys, I'm currently sitting out on my front porch and I apologize ahead of time for any feedback that I might get on my mic. By feedback, I mean traffic. I live in a major city next to the highway with lots of cars. We also get a lot of cats wandering around here, so I'm sorry if I uh, randomly start yelling in the middle of this podcast because naturally every time I see a cat I call it over and I often forget I have a microphone clipped to me. I literally swear I have ADHD. So there's a reason why I'm sitting out here recording, not just because I enjoy it, which I do, but for many reasons. Just to paint you a little mental picture right now, to keep you interested. It's nothing too extravagant, it's just me sitting here with my iced coffee on my enclosed porch. My enclosed front porch in the middle of winter. Next to me is a wooden welcome sign. And hanging above me are my twinkle lights. My warm, my warm white twinkle lights. Or, um, uh, oh yeah, LED lights. That's, that's what it is. And some succulents. Other than that, it's pretty plain. Wooden paneling and some good old carpeting. So I'm here to expound on my previous episode. The first episode I made was entitled, Don't Let Fear Stop You. I know that not allowing fear to stop you is easier said than done. Hopefully these stories I'm about to tell you inspire you. Today's episode is entitled, Live Victoriously. (laughs) Cue the theme song. I keep testing the waters, no, actually, yes, pun intended, with this theme song. I just feel like nothing I come up with is as good as my Lost Lake theme song. Just a little side comment to any of you wanderers who might be listening. And I want to know what you guys think, so at the end of this episode, I'll just, uh, I'll tell you what my Instagram is. And yes, there is my voice in autotune. I just, uh, I was just feeling it, you know, so I, uh, I just went with it. So whatever. Okay, story time. I heard this story the other day about a man who was on a beach and he saw a golden eagle and he was like, oh, wow, cool. Look at that golden eagle, right? Well, he started noticing that this eagle's flight pattern seemed to be off. It looked as if it was struggling. He was observing it, and there didn't seem to be anything wrong with it until the eagle fell a few meters away. 
he decided to go over and inspect it. As he approached it, again, nothing seemed wrong until he flipped it over and he noticed a small creature had its claw in it. This creature was a weasel. To put it in delicate terms, this weasel had been slowly draining this eagle's life essence. So it got me thinking, what is slowly draining your life essence? Do you have anything that drains you? That stops you from being creative? Is there anything stopping you from reaching your full potential? What is that weasel that is in your life? I'll let that sink in for a moment. As I said previously, there are many reasons why I like sitting out here on my porch other than, you know, obviously I enjoy it. But I can tell you one thing that drains my life is anxiety. I'm naturally a quiet person and I usually keep to myself. It's not that I dislike people because obviously that's not it. I just have a lot of racing thoughts and I enjoy the quiet and I enjoy thinking and I feel that it helps me clear my head. It seems to revive me, to energize my mind and my creativity. But I, I do realize as much as I don't want to admit it that it's not always the best thing for me to be alone because the second thing that likes to drain my life is depression. And I've noticed that for myself, it's not always a productive thing for me to be alone. You might be different and you might not be like me, but because of those reasons, I try to maintain a healthy balance of both. So I like to sit out here on my front porch because I'm forced to talk to my friendly extroverted neighbors. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm, I'm in my late 20s. I'm almost 30. And... Uh, they are all in their retirement age. Like, literally, I think all, all of them. Now, now that I think about it, I'm literally the only person on the stretch of road that's in my late 20s. So they do like to talk, which is good. It's good for me. And it's good for me to get over my anxiety of talking to people. And I do enjoy it. I do like talking to them. It's a lot of fun. Sometimes I'll, you know, we'll like exchange food. Like I'll make them food, bring it over. They'll make me food, bring it over. I'll make them cookies, you know. It's like a fun little thing. Just fun. I like it. I enjoy it. 
And that, you know, that helps me get over my anxiety of, of talking to people. I also have a fear of looking stupid or crazy in front of other people. I mean, I'm sitting here in my bright green parka with my hair pulled back in uh, space buns. And my microphone is a clip-on. So my neighbors are probably like, uh, this crazy woman is sitting on her porch talking to herself again. Because, you know, they, they can't see my microphone. <laughs> they just see me endlessly staring into the void of my window talking to myself. And it's great. It's real fun. I'm sure they can probably hear me as well. I'm just a crazy person. I'm just a crazy person. So I've noticed the more I do things that my anxiety and depression don't want me to do, the more control I have over myself and my life. I'm like, you know, so what if you seem like a crazy person? So what if you like freaking, I don't know, like do something that you love or find productive, you know, in front of other people? As long as it makes you happy, right? As long as you are living your best life. It doesn't matter what other people think. Besides, you know what? Crazy people are fun, am I right? Like, like, good crazy. Not like, not like a bad, not like a bad crazy. <laughs> but like, a good crazy. It's actually fun not to care. It's very liberating. So, what is stopping you from painting? What is stopping you from writing that first draft? What is stopping you from learning an instrument? What is hindering you from doing the things that you love to do? Before I go on to the next story, just take a second and try to identify what's draining you. Blank is draining me because blank. Name it and claim it. I'm such a dork. Name it, claim it, and slay it. Yeah. <laughs> I basically pulled an all-nighter last night. Um, I'm running on like five hours of sleep, so... He's slowly making his way over here. He or she. Kitty! Kitty! He's like scoping me out. He's like, is it safe? wonder what happened if I open my porch door. Wait, guys. I'm so scared. Of it. Kitty, come back. Oh. I'm to milk out for him. Okay, I'm bringing my iPad with me. Kitty, come back. Oh. oh, so sad. Oh, so sad. His little hair looks so matted. He was like missing a little bit of his fur on his behind. It was so sad. 
I'm gonna give this kitty some milk. I don't care what people say about cats and giving them milk. This freaking cat needs a home. I doubt it's gonna do anything, but you know. I guess, I guess milk's fine. Okay. Bring this kitty some milk. It expires, I think, tomorrow. <laughs> but it smells fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, here I go. I can't believe this cat actually, like, almost came to my door. Because usually the cats just, they hate me. <laughs> Every time I'm like, hey kitty, come here. They, like, hate me. Okay, I'm putting milk out. Wait, 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 wait. He's definitely gone, but you know what? I'm gonna leave this out right by my porch. <sighs> well, we'll see if the cat comes back. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, part two story time. We had really nice weather a few weeks back. Our weather is usually really sporadic, naturally. I wanted to take advantage of the nice spring weather. So I took my Bluetooth writer, I'm sorry. I took my Bluetooth typewriter and coffee out here on the porch. And I did some writing. As I was writing, my neighbor across the street decided to come out and take a walk. And she walked her sidewalk, which sounds normal until I tell you that she is a hundred years old. She actually may be a hundred and two. I do not have total recall. So my anxiety levels were just sky rocketing through the roof. I was like, I am not taking my eyes off her. And she's a freaking amazing woman. She had her walker out there with her, and she was just so happy walking up and down the driveway, and if I didn't know her, I wouldn't be able to tell that she's 100 years old. She's just such an inspiring woman. And, like, dude, I want to be doing that when I'm her age, but I seriously doubt I'm even going to make it to 100, just saying. Because, as previously stated, I am only in my late 20s, almost 30, and I already have an autoimmune disease and arthritis and, like, a whole long other list of health issues. So, sometimes I already feel, like, half my age. And there I was, just sitting, watching this tough lady go. You know? Don't let fear stop you, I guess. Live victoriously. Fight through your pain because it's worth it. So, I believe, and I'm not trying to push my beliefs on you guys whatsoever. So please take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. So I know that there seems to be a lot of darkness in this world and depression and sadness and fear but I also believe that there is a lot of goodness and joy and peace and happiness and love and as for me it's hard to separate my beliefs sometimes while speaking but 
I just can't help but think of Jesus and I look at him as victorious. But even if you believe that Jesus was a moral teacher, I look at his resurrection and it's so powerful because it symbolizes him conquering his fears, crushing death and crushing darkness. I know this sounds a little morbid, but I feel as if even his death was a victory for him. You know, in the garden, when he was praying to God, he was saying, take this cup from me. Take this cup of suffering from me, if this is your will. And he was afraid. And many stories and different artworks throughout the ages always depict suffering leading to victory. Epicurus said, the greater the difficulty, the more glory in surmounting it. Skillful pilots gain their reputation from storms and tempests. And there's also that famous cliche quote that says diamonds are made under pressure. It's so true, though. I know it's so cliche, but it's so true. So I hope you guys find inspiration today, and I hope you find time to do the things you love today, even if it's just for 10 minutes. I hope this was inspiring to you. I would love to hear feedback from you guys, and I would love to see the kind of creative artworks that you guys are working on. So if you like this episode, please feel free to follow me on Instagram. My username is at janeblack1107. That's at janeblack1107. I sound like an infomercial. Also, just a quick comment. I want to let you guys know that that Jane's Lost Journal Pages is undergoing some changes. I hope you guys can forgive me for that. I am usually crazy busy between coming up with content for this podcast. I also write and produced Lost Lake podcast on my own, which means I record it, I edit it, I do background noises, I send scripts to my awesome actors. I also do the voice of Jane, ironically. I come up with my own music, I do digital art cover photos, and... I still almost work full-time. I'm also a housewife. I perform with two different music groups, and I'm also a head of my own music group where we write our own songs. I also host a small home church meeting at my house once a week, and that doesn't include regular church services. I attend to paintings. Like, the list just goes on. So, <laughs> I'm literally crazy busy. I, I commit too much to things. I just... I can't help it. So anyway, we're undergoing some changes. I hope you guys can, like I said earlier, pardon my dust. I'm inviting one of my closest friends to collaborate on Jane's Lost Journal pages with me. Her name is Azenith. And spoiler alert for Lost Lake, she is casted as the voice of Alex. 
I have no doubt in my mind that you guys will love her. She will be joining me in the next episode. So I hope you guys stay tuned for more content. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to Jane's Lost Journal pages. Mm -hmm.